0: Don't drop the dinosaur, Daddy! Oh my God, that tastes so good! Hello, hello and welcome to BiteCast, the podcast serving you up the freshest and tastiest of food-related banter. Please take a seat and grab a drink because you are in for a treat. I'm your head chef for this evening and can be found often rating pantries or on the socials at Brendan8Bits. And my sous chef for this episode is one half of the dynamic podcast duo, sometimes trio, known as Dialogue Options, who creates some of the finest gaming podcast content in Australia. He's also a streamer, amateur DJer, father, and self confessed fan of Fortnite. Find him on them socials at Jolie Mac, Joe McDonald. Welcome to the kitchen. What's cooking, my friend?
1: Thank you, thank you. It's great to be here. Uh, yeah, done a lot, you know. Just uh, the usual tasty treats, I guess you could say. It's, uh, That's what I
0: like to hear. Yeah. Just living your best life. Exactly. That's the way
1: I do things. It's you know, as best we can at the moment. So.
0: Yeah, it's 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 madness out there, and uh, on the back of that, you get those uh, new year, new me cliches. You know, those Absolutely. new year resolutions. Did you did you throw one of them out into the ether come uh, January one, twenty
1: twenty two? I didn't think too hard about it. I think it was more like. I kind of want to do like, I started doing some like, yeah, DJ streams and stuff like that towards the end of the last year. And I sort of wanted to do more of those. I think I was like, I really want to try and not like, you know, make it a full-time thing, but like, just do it because it makes me happy. And I do want on New Year's Eve and it was a lot of fun. And, and so, yeah, I, I kind of just want to do more of those and, and, and get that out there. And if people like it, I'll keep doing it. And if they don't, nice, I'll probably yeah. still do it, but
0: exactly, exactly. You got to you got to enjoy what you do, regardless if it's to one or a million people. And Absolutely. if you're having fun, that's all that matters. Yeah. But uh, maybe maybe give us a peek behind the curtain. Give us give us the Joel backstory or the dialogue options backstory or whatever you want to say. The uh, the floor is yours here. So uh, yeah. yeah, maybe maybe break it down on, on what you do, what you what you want to let the listeners know about.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, as you mentioned, we're um, a part of the Dialogue Options podcast uh, with my my co-host. Con- Byron Morrison, um, one of my very, 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 very good friends. Um, and then yeah, sometimes his housemate and also one of my very good friends, Brendan. Um, he, uh, we just do like a gaming podcast where we just, it all came together because we listened to a lot of gaming podcasts and we were like, yeah, you know, we should do it. We should do it. We should do it. And then one day I think we were watching an easy allies podcast, I think. And they were talking about how they got their starts in, in the industry. And they were just like, we just did it. And we're like screw it let's let's do it so I bought like a $30 microphone from eBay (laughs) with this giant weighted desk mount thing that I you know and we recorded it through our laptops and I remember editing it on my old laptop that took me it took me about four hours to edit because one I didn't know what I was doing and two my laptop was terrible so um yeah so and then we just started doing it and had a lot of fun with it and we sort of evolve the show in terms of like the way it's laid out over the years and done some special different episodes and yeah through that we got to know wonderful people such as yourself
0: oh well, thank you um, thank you
1: and yeah and it's been a lot of fun we just we just do it because again like much like the what i was saying about the dj streams i was like it's we just do it because it's fun we like to talk about video games we do it anyway so like why not record it and sort of make it a, a little bit of a, a hobby to do on the side of um actually playing games so but yeah outside of that i just you know play a lot of video games watch a lot of tv and movies all that kind of stuff <laughs> you know all the regular things that you would expect someone that's like it me that's to it say. but yeah uh,
0: it's it's good to hear and yeah you, you're certainly one of the, the the gaming or gaming podcast archetypes where yeah we all sort of uh are into the same things and operate in the same circles but it's good because there's there's no hostility, we're all friendly and there's, you know, hopefully a lot more uh collaboration going on mm-hmm. and you know, getting getting involved and in sort of disrupting, I guess, each other's channels here or there yeah. and, and guesting here. And it's 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 good to see because there's so much talent out there in the AU space, especially that's uh is well worthy of people's time. So yeah, be sure to hit up at dialogue options on Twitter, as well as obviously at Jolly Mac on Twitter if you wanted to reach out to Joel directly. But, uh, yeah, as as is the rules here at ByteCast, this episode needs to be finished in 30 minutes or less. Otherwise, it's free. Right. So I figure we might jump into topic one. So uh, full disclosure for the listeners, uh, topic one, two, three, and four, Joel is familiar with the questions. Hopefully he's had a bit of a think and he's got some great formulated responses. But in between uh, topic two and three, there's going to be a shoot from the hip segment. So it's going to be sort of some rapid fire questions as well that you aren't privy to at the moment. Oh, so... Okay. Uh, are you ready, my friend? Always. All right, let's do it. So, topic one, what food-related item or dish would you compare yourself to and why?
1: So, I was talking to my wife about this. Uh, I was mentioning I was doing this and and sort of like ran through the questions with her and she was like, uh, I got to this one because I was, I was sort of like thinking about it and I was originally going to go with like a burger because like, you okay. know, people can customise it the way I like and the bits that they like of me, they can sort of take away, you know. <laughs> I was trying to formulate something there and it just wasn't quite coming together. Um, and so I asked her and she was like, well, she's like, I feel like you're like a, like a, a nice hearty stew, like an Irish stew. <laughs> okay. And okay. Like, do you want to, do want to elaborate a little more on the, the Irish stew? Yeah. And that's pretty much what I said to her. And she was like, she was saying, well, like, you know, a stews are like, you know, most notably like comforting and warm. Um, and you know, Especially like, I, I think I, I wrote down when I was writing down my responses here, I was like, you know, a hearty Irish Jew in the middle of winter. So like, it's warm, Ooh, yes, it's comforting, yes. it's freezing outside, you're curled up, you know, maybe under a blanket or something like that, or the, the heat is going and you're just getting cozy. Um, but you know, it's like lots of warmth and, and comfort, but it's also like, you know, meaty uh, and it's hearty hearty, and like a sense of fulfillment or satisfaction. Okay,
0: okay. So you are, you're a man that likes to satisfy. You're a warm man, you've got a bit of bit of warm blood I run what run hot blooded as well, so I can relate, yeah. you know. This heat and me do not mm. mesh well at all. Uh, you you you're, you're man of simple tastes, I guess you could say. Like a stew's usually meat, potatoes, some other veggies, some parsnips, and what have you. Well, I did put
1: down as well as like you know th- there are a lot of different elements that go into it, and sometimes you have like that little wild card thing that some people put in their different stews. Ah, oh, yes. And it's sort of like you know people might not expect that, but like all together, it just sort of somehow works. Like you know you look at all the ingredients, you're like, I can see that kind of working, and then you take a bite, and it's like, okay, I get it. I understand. There
0: you go. Yeah. So, so, so you, you can you can have a look at Joel and think, okay, you know you know what he's about. You know this man up and down, and then you then you take a little bit more time with him, and and the wild card comes out that secret ingredient. You go, oh, okay, that's the way. This has just turned everything upside down for me. Hundred yeah. percent. I, I love stew, yeah. especially with some good buttered bread. Oh, just drown it in that stew.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's a requirement. You have to have like you know and like crusty outside, yes. like dropped, lots of butter. Yep. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Yep.
0: Yum, yum, yum. Yeah, you can't go wrong with soups and stews and all those Mm -hmm. types of things. Yep random tangent but uh there's a there's a place up the road that delivers via uber eats soups and things to me if they're like they're called sipping ladles Ooh. and they do some really really nice stews and like they do a, a thai basil tomato curry and i add slow cook lamb to it oh my and God. you can order the bread with it too and it just rocks up at your doorstep in a big old bowl and you get the bread and it's it's like home but i don't have to worry about doing any of the cook and the prep work that's it's just the right. right there
1: See, I, 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 I'll probably take this moment to mention that I, I, I am a member of like what seems like to be a cult, which is the cult of Thermomix.
0: Um, yes. So my mom is a card-carrying member of the Thermomix cult yes. as well. It's a magical device. It
1: is, and that's what I mean. Like I'm well aware it makes me sound like I'm a member of a cult, but I don't care because it, it, I've cooked so many things that I would not normally cook, and like soups are one of them. And I know, like you look at soups, you're like how hard could it be? But like to have like a pot device that does it all for you. you just put things in turn a couple of knobs and it, and it does does it's it
0: sorcery that machine it is like the amount of things it can do should not be possible no absolutely not
1: and i i yeah i love it so i made uh yeah chicken uh chicken and sweet corn soup like like chinese shop mm. style chicken and sweet corn soup and it even had like i didn't know that that's what this was like the strands that are through it. i thought that was like bits of chicken and i think some of it is but it's actually egg that like so like when you cook it when I was cooking it at the last step was I had to like turn it on, and then through the top I had to like drizzle like beaten egg into the top. There you go. And it like like separates it or whatever. It makes it like stringy. It has those like little like textury bits. It makes so way.
0: much more sense now. I just thought it was like some kind of like chicken sinew. Like it's That's delicious. What I thought too. And I was. But like, yeah, it's egg.
1: Yeah, apparently. Yum. And yeah, Yum. yeah, turned out well. God,
0: I love soups and stews. All right. We're going to dive into things that you might love even more here because the next topic or question is what's your guilty pleasure? So, this one, I, 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 have, I have like a healthy and an unhealthy one. Sure. Because like the, the
1: unhealthy one came to me first as like naturally it should when you think of something like a guilty pleasure. But, but the healthy option came to me when I was making dinner last night and I was cutting up an avocado and I was like, oh, I really enjoy just like a full avocado you cut it in half and one half, you, you like, put some salt and pepper on top and just mm-hmm. leave it like that, eat it with a spoon. And then with the other half, you mix it up, mash it all up, like, scoop it all out, mash it all up, put some, like, seasoning and some spice or whatever in there that you want to put in there uh, and then slather that on two big bits of, like, fresh toast. Yes, and it's just, yes, I'm feeling you. Yeah, and it's, like, it's like a nice little meal. You just get an avocado, use the whole thing. There's no waste from it, you know, apart from, like, the skin. But you don't eat that anyway, so it's, um, yeah. I I I I haven't had it for a while, but it's one of the things where I just like, it's nice, it's easy, but like I finish it and I'm like I feel full and like satisfied from it. It's good, it's good stuff.
0: It's it's uh, nature's butter. Yes, as they say. exactly. It's, like,
1: it's so delicious. Mm, yeah, and like you know you can put whatever you want in there. Usually I just do like a bit of salt and pepper in with it as well, or you know sometimes you put a little bit of extra something something in there.
0: I don't yeah. mind a bit of a uh, bit of lemon bit sometimes of lemon. Mm-hmm. on a, on the abo. Yeah. All right, yeah, I can get behind. It, st- that. it starts, I guess, leaning a bit more guac a mole style if you
1: yeah. go down that
0: path. Yeah. But I, I like a bit of citrus in there. Yeah, nice, 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 nice. Yeah,
1: bit of makes it nice and fresh as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: So that was my healthy option. I thought I'll start with that.
0: Yeah. Let Let's go bad. Let's Let's go the unhealthy. Let's Let's dive into the sweets and the sugars and all that good bad stuff. So
1: I should preface this by saying that I am diabetic. Um, I am type one diabetic, have been for about 12 years and, uh, but that, that doesn't really stop me. It should, but it doesn't. Um, and so I have a lot of guilty pleasures, but when I really thought about it and I like boiled it down to what I really like and will always jump at, and also considering I know, um, you know, this might appeal to you as well, because I know what you like Mm -hmm. and that is a Long John Donut from Donut King with the cream and the jam and the strawberry icing.
0: Yes, yes,
1: yes. Yep. Cannot go wrong.
0: It's delicious. Donut King, even though it is like a, a lower-end donut chain, like, you know, they don't do all the high-end boutique nonsense where yep. there's Biscoff and a syringe of salted caramel <laughs> stuck in the top of it. They just do simple donuts better than anybody. I agree. Still, I think. Yep, I agree. Better than Krispy Kreme? I'd, I'd take Donut King over Krispy Kreme every day of the week.
1: Krispy Kreme feels flimsy. Like, with the, with a Donut King donut, it's like, it's, like, substantial. There's something there to it.
0: Yeah, especially because they do like primarily with the the glaze. They do the yeast ring instead of that sort of cinnamon dough, so yes. it's a bit of a heartier dough, and it's just yeah, oh my god, yeah.
1: And you put that just like the you know the cream and the jam down the middle of it, and that strawberry icing. Oh, cannot go wrong with that. Yeah, um,
0: you, you could eat a few of them easily as well like they're they're deadly i've had i've smashed a few of them in one sitting and and i didn't feel good i know i know you sort of i guess walk on the wild side a little bit with the diabetic the diabetics combining with the risk of donut (laughs) but you know what you only live once that's it
1: you know and like you know i i've I've had it long enough now that i know i know when i should stop or i know what when i shouldn't do things so it's not too bad like and I, I love, I love like a good, like bougie donut, like Daniel's donuts in Melbourne is, well, I think they're all around Australia now, but like it, like Daniel's donuts are the, my favorite donuts. Just if okay. I want to get something that's really, really nice, they do a, um, they have a vegan buttercream and I'm not vegan, by by any stretch or anything like that, but like this vegan buttercream and it's like a bubble gum, vegan buttercream. And it is okay. insane. Like I'm listening. It's so good um but then they do like all your crazy ones as well like your cream they do like their own in-house custard and stuff um and yeah like i love those but when yeah when it came down to it and i was like yeah you know and like you said like in you know, a donut king it's a bit of a lower on the on the spectrum what you would think of but then you have one and you're like no nah, it just it takes you back
0: yeah you can't beat it yeah. you can't beat. It. and luckily like there is a, a donut king at northland shopping center oh. not too far so so it's it's in uh it's in accessible driving distance for me anytime i get the urge i have one
1: walking distance to my house oh, it's super jealous right now it's a block and a half away from my house at a small a small shopping center that's like i walk past it every day on the way to work and all the way home so yeah just sort of you know every now and then just pop in treat myself yeah
0: that's it's, it's always in moderation like you know you, you don't want to live a life where you don't treat yourself and look after yourself and, and reward yourself. You know, you don't want to be deprived of those things. For so sure. just Here or there, never a bad thing. Yep. All right. So we're going to jump into some rapid fire now, which we okay. often like to call. From the hip. Ask later. All right. So we are shooting from the hip here at the ByteCast. And the first question for you is how do you have your coffee?
1: Oh, okay. So I'm a big coffee man mm-hmm. and like, I think it's part of me, like having went like moved to Melbourne. I became like full Melbourne hipster, like it's cliche. I'm like a fixed gear bike away from becoming like full, <laughs> full on, full blown hipster. Give but, it time. But yeah, exactly. Like, uh, but I like you know I love. I, I'm like a burger snob. I, I drink primarily, uh, like primarily craft beer and things like that when I'm drinking, and like coffee is like my jam. But having said that, I drink it black mostly. It's uh, mm-hmm. something over the last few years because I, I think it, it's I always treat it like a tea where it's like the different flavours are like highlight a lot more. But every now and then I have a dash of milk in there. But because it's summer, um, cold drip coffee.
0: Okay. Absolutely. Yep. So yes, you, just, you can way. jump into it straight away and not also feel like you're getting dehydrated while drinking this hot drink. Exactly.
1: Just have like a glass of like mm-hmm. straight up cold drip black coffee with some ice cubes in it. Um or if I'm feeling real special, I'll get some tonic water and a slice okay. of orange.
0: I've never tried coffee with tonic water before. Yeah. I love tonic water. I can drink tonic water just straight me up. Me too. I love it. Me too. But this intrigues me.
1: Yeah. So black coffee, like, yeah, black cold drip coffee or like cold brew coffee and some, some tonic water. And I think sometimes they say with a slice of orange. And okay. it's, it, yeah, it doesn't sound like it should work, but it does. And it's really good. Really I need refreshing. to
0: uh, track this down. Yeah. I need to try this this week somehow. There's a few good coffee shops around the around my area. Yes. I'm going to gonna just go door knock and ask them yeah. if they know of this thing and if they can prepare it for me. Yeah,
1: easy. And if they can't, just get like a cold brew coffee, Go get, nip down to Coles, go to a bottle of... i got of, tonic
0: water in the fridge. See, there
1: you go. You're all set. Just get the cold brew, go. whip it up.
0: Hell yeah. All right. So the next question in Shoot From The Hip, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Ooh, oh, my goodness.
1: Okay. If I... Mm. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm I'm like just thinking off the top of my head here mm-hmm. and I'm going to like base it on chock top flavors when you go to the movies. Okay. Fair. And I'm going to go with salted caramel. That's my, like my go-to. Anything caramel generally is like, I, I like, um, am yep. feeling a little bit like, you know, not fancy, but like, I feel like splurging or whatever, like something like a peanut butter cup style one or something like that. But generally okay. salted caramels is <laughs> the way to go.
0: Yeah, you can't beat a good bit of salted caramel on anything or in anything. Absolutely, it's, yeah. It's one of the MVPs as far as that flavor palette explosion. 100%. All right, the next question. What is your Vegemite toast ratio? So we're talking if you're getting a piece of piece of bread, chucking in the toaster, what's the darkness or the coloration of the bread? Okay. Are you buttering it? What's the thickness on the butter? Okay. Vegemite as well. Explain us your ideal piece of Vegemite toast. Okay.
1: So I like it like a, like, you know, like a nice golden brown, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like the typical, like commercial shot of toast that you would think of. Nothing too crazy. Don't like it like burnt to a crisp. I don't like it undercooked or anything like that. Um, I do butter it and I do put like a lot of butter on it anyway. Like I do with anything that I do with bread, like a a fair bit of butter. Mm -hmm. And I also go a fair bit of Vegemite as well, because I like that. I like that, you know, that salty taste. It's, like, really nice. And especially if you've got enough butter on there, like, you know, it balances it out. You mix it all together to get that nice little swirl going on there.
0: That's true. So so you like a big, thick spread of veggie. Absolutely. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Big fan. Interesting. All right, the next question, Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi, specifically Pepsi Max. Fair, fair. I know obviously that might lead into the, the diabetes. So it, Yeah, um,
1: it was before I got diagnosed, but yeah, it made that transition a lot easier. So yeah.
0: yeah. And anyone that says Coke Zero or Coke No Sugar, whatever it's called these days, yeah. they say that's great. Yeah. They're an idiot for one. Or they say it tastes the same as Coke. No, it doesn't, no, it, doesn't. For doesn't. One.
1: it definitely doesn't. Um I don't particularly like the taste of Coke anymore, like normal, <gasps> like full fat Coke anymore. Because I haven't I don't drink it that often. I only drink it when I'm having like low blood sugar and it's there, or if someone's given it to me by accident and I'm like, oh, I'll be okay, which I shouldn't. Yeah, cool. I, and I don't do it, normally do it, but yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. But I, I stand with you on the P-Max. Pepsi Max is phenomenal. Yep. I've got some in the fridge Absolutely. as we speak. i got one next to right, so right the Oh, good man, good man. Okay, so the last shoot from the hip question, it's sort of a two-parter. So okay. the first part of the question is, what's your favorite fast food chain? And we're talking like national or international. We don't want to hear of... Mum and Pop's fish and chip shop around the corner. Okay, and then following on from that, what is your go-to order from this place? Oh,
1: okay. That's a that's a that's a curveball. Um, <laughs> oh man. Okay, and I'm just gonna think off the top of my head here. I'm yeah, gonna go. got
0: <laughs> to that's, that that's
1: the one. That's the one. I'm gonna go with red rooster. Okay. Controversial. Okay pick i think you know but uh yeah red rooster i i i'm a big fan of red rooster especially the chips the salt on the chips cannot complain yeah and i think what i normally get from there there's like a like the ripper roll with like the chicken Mm -hmm. strips and the lettuce and the mayo um i get that in like the meal that comes with like a couple of wings and like some gravy and the chips and a drink like i like i like a good combo meal
0: yeah. And yeah. and their wings, like their little buttermilk wings. Yeah. They are underrated as hell. Like Absolutely. they are delicious little bangers.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And the best part is because everyone always just like, you know, underrates Red Rooster. You don't have to wait long then usually. It's
0: yeah. You know, no, I, I I've got a lot of respect for Red Rooster. Mm-hmm. And even like they're doing fried chicken now. The yeah. fried chicken's actually pretty good it's too. But pretty good, yeah. Um Yeah, but they're those rolls that you're talking of, they are delicious. Oh, I yeah. love the um What's the other one called? Is it a rooster roll? The one that's almost like a, a servo microwave yep. roll with gravy and chicken on Absolutely. it.
1: Absolutely. Or like you get from like your, your school canteen or something <laughs> like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're a classic, Absolutely. but I, I love them. So Red Rudy getting some respect. Yeah, I yeah. can I can get behind that.
1: And, and while we're on the chicken bandwagon, the secondary shout out at the moment goes to Hungry Jack's fried chicken burgers. They're good, man. They're so
0: good. I saw some smack talk on Twitter the other day about Ooh. it and I got in there and I'm like, whoa, 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 these things are delicious. Absolutely. You shut your mouth. They're juicy, they're thick, and it's just simple and it's crunchy mm-hmm. and it's the best.
1: Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Like it's it's changed my order now that I go to Hungry Jacks. Like that's like that's my primary order now. Yeah, Let's get so one of those. Good. But
0: yeah. yeah. And and obviously HJs now with those thick cut chips too. Oh
1: yeah. I mean yeah. they're doing the work, the sour warhead uh like frozen drinks.
0: Yeah, how how is that? I I've seen it on the ads and I'm like I love Warheads but I'm I'm not a big frozen drink type of fella. Okay. But I want to try it just to see what it's like. Is it is it really sour like it makes the head pop?
1: Yeah, it's not like quite like Warhead levels of like where you have that that 10 seconds of like do I actually like this? <laughs> but but it's um, yeah, that first sip you take and you, you pop those little bursties in your mouth, you're just like, whoa, okay, yeah, it does, it does punch you in the face a little bit and it's good. Yeah. I love that. That's what okay. I want.
0: Okay, I need to get to Hungry Jack's as well. I got so many things to do this week. Yep. It's yep. gonna be ridiculous. All right, so let's let's jump back into the the main meat and potatoes of the show and we'll jump into topic three, mm-hmm. which is what is your or are your weird food habits? So if you've only got one, that's fine. If you've got a few. The floor is yours. Let's get weird. I'll rapid
1: fire them, I, and I don't know how weird these are. Um, the first one comes com- comes compliments of my wife, where she told me that I eat too loud. She said I do this thing where I like inhale while I'm eating. <laughs> so like when people say, "Oh, I inhaled that meal," it's it, she said, "You like, literally I do." Sound like <laughs> that's what I'm doing. So that comes compliments of uh, thanks, Ash, for that one. And I, like I don't like to mix food together if it doesn't need to be mixed together. So if you got like okay. a steak with like mashed potatoes and peas and stuff like that. I don't like grab like a bit of steak with a bit of mashed potato. I was like, sometimes maybe, but like mostly, I'll eat it like bit by bit, and I'll usually mm-hmm. eat it from like order of preference and like finish with like the 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 piece de resistance, I guess you could say.
0: Okay, Oh, so you like to finish on the high note? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. that the the run the risk then of it not being as warm and fresh, having it at the back end. It
1: does, but like I don't know. I mean 9 times out of 10 it works out for me so I'm not too
0: Cuz you inhale it I guess well, that's so it. yeah. yeah it's still a lot I, I don't mess around when I'm eating so it's a,
1: yeah <laughs> I'm not like uh not too not too slow on the uptake there but um uh, in terms of like we were talking about combo meals before I like to order like special or weird things or combos like mm-hmm. if they're selling some sort of like weird combo or like comes with like some sort of novelty like not necessarily like a physical item but like you know it might come in something weird like I'll be like, I want that. Can I have that please?
0: Yeah. I'll yeah. have the
1: novelty tourist trappy thing that you're selling.
0: So does that mean when you go to the movies, do you always get like the limited cups?
1: I did for a while. Um I used to had wo- too many. Yeah, exactly. I, I used to work in a cinema as well. So like I always get them cheaper because I got a staff discount. So I don't I like then I would hundred percent every time would get them. So um yeah, I had like a big collection of like all these terrible cups and popcorn tins and stupid straws and whatnot. But, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, that's that's one of the other things I like to do is, yeah. Like, if it's, like, something stupid and a waste of money, I'll probably jump at it, so. It sounds like me.
0: Yeah. I've got so much crap where I'm like, I need this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And then absolutely. I look at it for five minutes and go, why did I buy this? Mm-hmm.
1: What am I going to do with this physically, yeah. <laughs> Having a kid really, like, emphasise that because now I'm like, I have all his stuff as well and he's got... Like, we just had Christmas, so he's got so much new toys on top of the stuff that he already had. And I'm like, oh, is this what – oh, this is how my wife feels. Okay, I understand now.
0: Now she has two children. Exactly, that's basically <laughs> it.
1: Um, and All right, you got any, any more weird food habits? Two more quick ones. Um, yes. I don't like to order the same thing as, like, whoever I'm having dinner with usually. Oh, okay. Like, I always feel weird about, like – especially it's my wife. Like, I don't like ordering the same thing as her. I don't know whether it's, like, a – oh, well, you get something different and I'll have this and then we can try bits of each other's in a way. I don't know. But that's something I subconsciously do. I don't know why.
0: It's that tapas brain.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you know, just have a bit of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the last one I had was that just came to me before we started um, started recording, which was um, I weirdly like oyster sauce as a dip for things like nuggets and like dim sims or like fried bite-sized things. Like oyster sauce is like one of my go-tos if I've got it in the cupboard.
0: I don't mind oyster sauce to be honest yeah it's 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 good with with fried goods and meats and things like that Absolutely. I, I sprinkle it on a few things so I get you there yeah. I'm with you.
1: yeah so yeah that was that was when I was like I don't know how weird it is but like I think to some people it might be weird but yeah
0: yeah no, I think I think I think you've nailed it there you've got a nice uh, varied Level of weirdness across those are uh, responses, <laughs> so so we'll rope it back on in for the final topic, and and this is a this is a classic. This is a simple question. We're talking, what is your favorite food or dish, however you want to quantify this this question. So Joel, what's your favorite food or dish?
1: All right. So the boring answer is a good burger, like yep. it's okay. a good burger. Like if it's sort of like a, a a, it like you know sometimes it can be from like macas or whatever, but like like a good burger place that, you know, and you love um, somewhere for me. Like I love eight bit burgers in Melbourne, like a- apart from the fact that it's, you know, all video game themes. So that's a, a big win in my book, but um, it's also like they're, they're good burgers. And I really like them. So that's my boring answer. But my, my interesting answer, um, which is the first thing that came to my mind was um, Okonomiyaki. Uh, really? Yes. I okay. love it. I'd never heard of it or had it before I went to Japan, and on our last night in Osaka before we, which was like the start of our trip, we read about it and there was a, a place nearby that did it, um, and and where they actually cooked it for you. You didn't have to do it yourself. And we thought, well, let's do that. And we went there, and it was this little tight, like tiny place on the outside, but then you go in, there's like it just like stretches on. And we sat down and there's like the big grill plate in front of you. And it's like it's basically like a savory pancake with like meats or like seafood sometimes and some vegetables and things. And like you're supposed to like mix it all together. They give you the ingredients for what you want, and then you mix it all together and you cook it on the, the grill plate in front of you, and then you eat it with like the, the sauce that they give you and things like that.
0: Um Yeah, that funky like cupy mayo sort of they, exactly. they swirl over the top. So the way
1: that they did it. The place we went to is um, and this was kind of why we went there is like they because they cook it for you if you want them to, they draw pictures on on it. So oh okay, yeah, we're like let's go there. And so I remember I think I had a I had a Mickey Mouse. They drew Mickey Mouse on mine, and uh, and my wife had um, they drew Doramon on on hers. So and I still got so a photo good. of it from my from my trip. And I was like, this is amazing. And yeah, it was just like one of those things. It was like the first. It wasn't the first real like. Japanese cuisine sort of thing that we had when we were there but it was the first thing that I was like I've never heard of this before and now I'm an instant fan and it's also it's hard to find places that do it here um there is a place in Docklands that does it and we've been there once and it was pretty good um but yeah it's I, I don't know that, that that was my interesting answer because I was like if there's a story behind it it has like a, a really fond memory attached to it and and yeah, I, I adore that. I think it's so delicious and simple, but yeah, I like the spectacle of it.
0: You, you, you wouldn't believe it, but this is the third sort of one-on-one bite cast I've recorded now, and this is the second time that that wow. dish has been brought up as the favorite food. So yeah, Matt Tilby brought this up on the first episode we did, and, and he gushed about this dish. Mm-hmm. And, and now we've got some more connective tissue here with two people gushing on this dish. Yeah, so, uh, man, it it's tastes... a meal that brings people together.
1: It does, and it, well, it kind of does as well because you, it's you're sort of cooking it in front of you, and that sort of adds to the experience. And it's, I like I, sort of relating back to like the buying weird combos or like useless stuff. It's, I like the uh, like the spectacle of it and like the the hands on novelty element of it. That it's, it's mm-hmm. you know you're cooking it in front of you. Yeah.
0: I need to give it like I've tried it once here in in up in Brisbane and the place we went to is probably the wrong place to get it because okay. it was shitty yep and okay I ordered we requested pork or chicken and got the seafood uh, so I was very sad yep fair enough so, so I need to give it another spin at a good place because it intrigues me very much but the seafood one just did not mesh with me at all that's
1: fair that's fair love the seafood one I, I was I, I went the whole I, I went like the works one when I when I had it first and I was like do not regret this this is great okay yeah okay well there you go mm. it's
0: yeah 2 out of 3 wow so far as far as the favorite food or dish okonomiyaki <laughs> it's uh taken over taken over the podcast world so uh that brings us to the end of this uh this course of Bitecast, Joel, thank you for for sitting on down here and riffing about uh, all things edible and tasty. Is there anything you wanted to say or any shout outs you wanted to do before we uh, close the restaurant down for another episode?
1: No, thank you for having me. It was lovely. You know, I feel nice and full and satisfied. It was a tasty meal.
0: That's what I like to hear. And listeners, sadly, we didn't deliver 30 minutes or less in time. So this episode is free. But if you wanted to support us, feel free over at Kofi.com forward slash we are 8-bit. Or just rate, review, subscribe to this podcast as well as all the other podcasts you listen to on the regular. Takes no time, costs you no money, means the world to all of us, keeps us tracking, keeps us relevant, helps keep those emotional lights on in our hearts. But listeners, playing us out today is an absolute classic commercial From 1992, we're talking about one of the OG Australian McDonald's advertisements that uh, was on the airwaves and on the, uh, the idiot boxes for when we were kids or when we weren't even existing, depending on how old or young you are. But for now, the kitchen is closed, so please settle your tab, tip your waiter and be safe. Much love and stay hungry.
1: All your friends are there
0: It's Mac time now Time for my Did he wink at you?